Are we ready? Yeah, season two. Okay, buddy. Okay, Scooby-Doo's weird though, because he has- Oh, he's weird he's... because he's a talking Great Dane? <laughs> <laughs> Season two, everybody, welcome to the Kafuffle Podcast, the only podcast where both hosts name their teams at their backup quarterbacks. However, Tani, I will advise you to stay in your lane. However, before we get into that, we have a special guest, friend of the show, the one, the only, Adam Kellner. There are a few other Adam Kellners, but hey, how's it going? <laughs> How many Adam Kellners have you seen on the white pages? Because that's a really joey move. So there's a uh, professional German tennis player. Professional? <laughs> yeah. What's the highest he's been ranked? I think like the hundreds. That's, still, that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's very good. That's and then there's... Roger uh, Federer lost to the number 78 guy, so like... True, it, but he used to be good. Roger Federer? He's no, the guy, the guy who, uh, who beat Adam him. Cullen. Oh, Tariq Cohen! Tariq Cohen, I have you in a red draft. Okay, everybody, what's the Kapofa oh. podcast? The only podcast where we just say names of football players, Chris Carson. And Adam it's, it's not random. We've got the Bears and... Uh, okay, they don't know this. It's not a live uh, radio show. <laughs> I don't know football anymore. Shout out Mikey Thomas. You just saw Aaron Rodgers and his mustache. You were just talking Stop about that. Yelling. I can't get past the mustache. Um, so Adam's here to bring, um, honestly, ever since Daniel went to the Deep South, he's been sort of out of the loop. He's been sort of out of commission. So we brought his confidant, Adam Kellner, to talk about his roommate situation. And maybe, um, if you're lucky, some other details along the way. So Adam, what do you got for us? Uh, I have it on uh, on good on good notice that Daniel Wesley is rooming with a fascist. Oh, shout out David Kravitz. Did David Kravitz move to Virginia? <laughs> uh, I hope so. Honestly, David Kravitz might live in Virginia. It would make perfect sense for him to go to Virginia. He probably has like a tribute to to, um, to Jefferson Davis in his house. Shout out Jefferson Davis. All right, I'm keep <laughs> shout out Neckbeard. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Robert E. Lee. Uh, so Zlau uh, is rooming with some guy who was running for. I don't know, state senate or something in Maryland, the GOP, and uh, and failed miserably. That's the grand old party for all of you keeping store at home. That's tremendous. I'm so happy that person failed. Oh, yeah. I mean, anytime. But anytime a fascist loses, an angel is Honestly, did he, he was running for the primary in the Republican Party, or? Like a state senate. Yeah, but he did he win a primary? His I roommate? I don't know. I don't think, is there, are there primaries for state senators? Yeah. I don't know. There's, um, I don't, I don't think, think that's there the is. Case. I think there's that just is a the case. List. Shelby's dead lost his primary. I think that might be different by the state. Yeah. Having worked on a, a campaign for state senate in the state of Maryland, I'm pretty sure it's just general election. Who did you... Uh... Shout out Roger Mano. He won. I'm two for two on elections that I've worked on. I worked for the Barack Obama campaign for change in 08, and they won. And I worked for uh, Roger Mano, I forget, I think the summer after senior year, and he won. Okay, but the Obama ch- campaign for change in 08, it's a really stupid name because you're getting a new president in 2008 no matter what. There's a little thing called the Constitution. I didn't make the name. I just did phone calls to the Deep South. While we're on this conversation, honestly, this is a great story. So I'm, I'm, I'm 14, and I'm making calls to the Deep South, and my the calls I'm making are to, like, 75 and older people who live in, like, the furthest south part of Virginia. And I call someone, and I'm halfway through the script. Like, I'm trying to love it. I'm working for the Barack Obama campaign for change. And, I, and the person says... I wouldn't vote for that N-word for all the piss in China. <laughs> Which is the craziest <laughs> thing. Right? Right? And of course, it was really, I wouldn't vote for that for all the piss in China. So me, because I know this is, a, this is already a lost phone call, I said, Sir, what would you do for all the piss in China? <laughs> Which is honestly a great question. However, one time in eighth grade, I was in the urinals next to David Rees. And David Rees' pee went on for longer than mine. So he said, my pee went on for longer than yours, therefore my penis must be bigger. Which honestly was probably true because he was an earlier bloomer than me at the time. <laughs> this however, is Silverman Svara. However, <laughs> <laughs> oh, run, run, you idiot! Well, obviously Silverman is a pretty early bloomer. Um, however, like we we take different duration peas over the course of every single day, so the logic's very clearly flawed. <laughs> Wait, your penis however, is shrink over the course of the day. <laughs> no, like, my balls definitely get puberty. to different heights, but my penis is pretty consistent. Rock hard. So. <laughs> well, we are going to Julia's at halftime, so I, I need to ask her about this. <laughs> she can tell you. So. <laughs> um, anyway, so based on the eighth grade David Reese's theory, all the piss in China would not be so much piss. That's Dang. what I'm getting at. Oh, <laughs> I see where this is coming from. Very nice. Very nice. Well, Kyler, I know you have a TV to lug home, and I don't want to keep you here, so feel free to stay, feel free to go, but I, you know, we really appreciate you coming on uh, against fascists 
on our podcast. Well, does he have any more gas? Because oh, actually, yeah, yeah. Adam Breen here brings me to my LCQ. For those of you listening at home, really the only person who doesn't know what LCQ is is right here on my bed. Howdy, I don't know what an LCQ is. It is a low context quiz. That's where we ask someone something that they have no reason to know. Tani, Adam Kellner yesterday adopted a brand new kitty cat. Two days ago. Two days ago, adopted a brand new kitty cat. She, her pronoun is she, her. Cats don't have gender. Oh, this is really impressive. Um, You you referred to her as she and her. Yeah, that's true. It seems the cat is okay with that. Yeah. Therefore, her pronoun is she. Is that sure? Okay. I'm going to edit this out. This is boring. So, what is the name of the cat? Zoinks. Oh, I That's not a low context quiz. You don't answer because you know. It's completely (laughs) contextualized for you because you gave. You're looking directly at me, Joe. I'm in between you and him. Okay, fine. I'm renaming my cat. What's the cat's name? Fred Jones. No, I never named her that bastard's name. That bastard is my avatar in every single fantasy. Yeah, because you're evil. <laughs> yeah, he's also an emoji in our Slack. Yeah, yeah, he is. Fred Jones is my new favorite content uh, content for 2019, and there's been a lot of content this year. Is okay. there any Scooby Doo character with an interesting last name? Because there's Jones, there's Rogers. Yeah. Um... There's Do. What's, yeah. What's no, but Sco- okay, Scooby Doo's weird though because he's oh, he's cut- weird because he's a talking Great Dane. <laughs> <laughs> so Scooby Doo's one of Scooby Doo's cousins is Scrappy Doo. So you're like, ah, oh, figure. Is that cousin? The Doo family. I'll send the impression of nephew. Either way, Doo family. Okay. But then his other, he has a cousin named Scooby Dumb, who's dumb. <laughs> so I call him Scooby Dumb. It's so from the other side of the family. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> so okay, so, 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 so somewhere along the line, there's like, there's like. Wait, that makes yes, sense. Yes, yes. It makes perfect yeah. sense. They're it's both named after. The they're both named after a maternal grandfather named Scooby. So it's like a Johns Hopkins situation. Because they're I'm a just, hospital. I'm just, I'm just gonna roll with this. Don't explain. <laughs> uh, okay, maybe, uh, maybe at a later date, low context quiz is what is a Johns Hopkins situation. But, <laughs> but we'll save that one for a time when we're really bored because that's not good content. High context answer. I was born at Johns Hopkins. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, Keller specifically said in our fantasy baseball chat which would be a better uh, name, Zoinks or Jinkies. So I knew there were two options, and I answered that question, Fred Jones. So. Oh, on Twitter. It was like, oh, whatever. I responded to it wherever you did. did it, and uh, and so this wasn't exactly a little context quiz for Tony Lovett. Damn, now, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And zapping is one of my favorite things too. Oh, look who's up on! We have two games up. We got the we got the Bears Packers game on. But on the side, I assume Joey has Eliezer Hernandez in fantasy baseball. Yeah, based on my bench. Yeah, so so we've on. got the Marlins game on. And Kumpufel podcast favorite Curtis Granderson is at the plate. I'm really hoping he can go yard right now. So updates to come. Now I've got some news for everybody. Uh, we've been talking about me producing podcasts for a long time, and and this is a semi-professional league, semi-professional podcast. JK completely professional. Well now. It is official. I am, as of today, uh, a podcast producer for uh, Mainstream Media. Shout out the MSM. Mainstream Media Sports Company, 24-7 Sports, which is a subsidiary of CBS. CBS Sports, CBS Interactive. That's all me. And wait, wait, wait. CBS? Network of Stars. America's Most Watched Network? That's one. Home of the Big Bang Theory? You bet. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait. Now that you mentioned that, I was going to get there. So I, I went to Nashville this week to, to secure an apartment and like sign the papers. Uh, for, for my job and so I visited the 24-7 offices and because it's like CBS there is CBS stuff everywhere so the office is like half the office sp- is NBC go on the office the office the office is half sports so like there are football helmets all over and then half CBS NFC? stuff no no college like there's a Buckeyes helmet like on where my desk is going to be which is how many stickers Buc- on the back uh, not so many. You say who are the Buckeyes? I said the, the Buckeyes. Yeah. Nice, correct. Um, and uh, but meanwhile, there's like a bunch of CBS stuff. So like, there's a Big Bang Theory right next to the studio, and it's just like funny. It's unreasonable. Nobody watches the Big Bang Theory at twenty four seven. Joey has Greer. <laughs> <laughs> Take it away, Joey. What's your Greer? Uh, this is an LCQ for you guys at home. What is Joey's Greer? I'll, I'll pause so that you well, can... we're a visual podcast. I'm holding it up right here. <laughs> so, uh, because, because for season two, we're really committed to getting you guys the best pod, uh, best podcast content there is. I gave Joey my old microphone, and so hopefully the, the sound quality is going to be even better moving forward. Uh, LCQ, how much money did I spend on this red microphone on Amazon? Twenty-three. Wow, that's impressive. It was twenty-five. I was gonna save the answer for the end, but I was too excited. Twenty-five dollars. I'm honestly, I'm very good at sending over unders. Very good at it. How much should I pay for my cat? 
Ooh. Zero is a How old is the cat? You Actually, don't give me any context. adoption fees. Even for a rescue? Hmm? Wow. It's like a donation covers, like, vet stuff and... Uh-huh. 65. The cost of operations. 200. No way. 65 bucks. Final answer? Yeah. Final answer? Yeah. Tony got it right in the dot. Zing! <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But everything I do is special effects. Literally, no, everything you do is kumfuffle. That's right. That's very true. Anyway, we got to move on. It's been a while already. And I really want to go to Julia's at halftime. It's been so 10 long minutes. Long. Oh, see ya, Kellner. Thank you so much for coming on the Friend podcast. Friend of the podcast, Adam Kellner, everybody. So anyway, uh, you know, today we're going to talk about the draft. We're going to talk about uh, a new, newly sponsored Adler update. Never going to get rid of the Adler update, but obviously the sponsors come and go as we please uh, and finish out with some gossip. We're going to have our favorite and least favorite picks of the draft. And let's start with Kumfuffle history. Twice. $80 in the draft. This is shocking. I mean, we always knew that Jason was willing to spend anything because he's a homer. Yeah, we finally agree with that. Yeah. Like, we, for years, we've talked about, like, we should really just bid Jason up on Odell. We should really bid him up on Saquon. Well, Odell left, so he combined his Odell and Saquon homerism into Saquon, and he spent $81, and then on the next pick, leave one to 80 And then the craziest part is in, honestly, very solid power power rankings, Jason defended both himself and Lee. And I just think that that's crazy. Like, when you're the one setting the market, you can't say that that was the market. Well, there's certainly no defense of Lee because... Leib's team is lacking. Honestly, if Leib makes the playoffs, I will eat my hat. That's right, guys. You heard it here first. Eat a hat. Which hat? This is a really good question. <laughs> I'll try to get like a, one of those hats made of nachos. Oh, that's a good hat. <laughs> I would eat that hat, too. <laughs> this is crazy. Like, I, I, when Once we got to like 56, I was like, all right, now we're getting serious on Saquon. And once we got to 65, I was like, okay, I'm out. Now I'm curious. Because like, this is really when we thought... But you it's know, crazy we didn't do it last year. That's what yeah, I'm that, saying. Yeah, we should have. But that's the problem. It, it happened again this year where I was at a very... I was I, Last year, I, uh, I didn't have enough money to keep bidding up on Saquon. So I just had to count on the rest of you to do it. And Jason ended up getting for 60, which is market value. And then this year, same thing happened. We'll talk about him later with Melvin Gordon. When, for some reason, everyone just let him go for six bucks. And it makes absolutely no sense. Um, but, podcast producer, help me find my train of thought. I have, he's, I have he's Chinese food. He's I have Chinese right food now. in my mouth right now. Full disclosure, I'm really hungry. Um, but Leib's team, that's where I was. Leib's team, there's absolutely no justification for him to spend 80 bucks on Zeke. Because his second best player well, is... Well, you can't do it like that. Like, that was his, that was his first... That was his first player. Like, you can... I, I think, given that Saquon went for 81, I think it's reasonable to put Zeke at 80, especially knowing that he's coming back and playing week one. However, you have to have a, a, a guaranteed game plan That's going in, and so it feels like Lee didn't have that. So if your second best player is either Robert Woods, who might be the third best receiver on his own team, or Chris Carson, who might agreed. be the second best running back on his own team. Also agreed. Or Philip Lindsay, who might be the second best running back on his own team. Not agreed. Or Kenny Galladay. Like... None of those guys are really even round two or three guys. They're around four-ish guys. So if all you have is Zeke and then a bunch of guys you can get in the middle rounds, that's not. it's definitely a poor decision by Lee to spend 80. I, 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 I don't think that the decision to spend 80 was well, the problem. It, I, think the execution, I think the execution following that was disappointing from Lee. But I still think that both of them should have... Like, the two of them were the ones driving the market to 80, Right. If each of them had just decided seventy was the limit, like I don't think I don't think, you know, either of them would have gone for more than like seventy two. I, I was will... definitely in the bidding for over seventy on Saquon just to oh, really? push up Jason. Yeah, because I knew yeah. I was gonna keep pushing up Jason. That had yeah. some money back then. The problem for Jason is that he like openly admitted what we all knew but like weren't a hundred percent. No, certain. we all were a hundred percent. No, I wasn't. Like I was pretty sure but like, I don't want to ruin a draft an entire season. Basically, spending eighty just because I was uh, bidding up Jason. But he specifically said in his power rankings today that he was going to go for a million dollars to Saquon. So as long as, as long as Saquon like has a good year, like, and he's coming in as a top ten guy next year, we have every reason to assume that if we just start the bidding at seventy, even if it's not Jason, he will he will just go up to ninety. Like, okay, that's a good question. Do you think someone will go for 90 next I year? I don't think 90. I, I, I don't think 90. What? Okay, so what is... Let's let's assume Jason has really good keepers, and he's keeping two stud guys for under 30 combined. 
How much do you think is the max he would spend on Saquon, assuming he's the number well, one guy next that's year? That's sort of what he had going in this year because he was keeping uh, Mixon and Tyreek for Mixon, that, right? Mixon was he kept for thirty? That's not no no. I'm saying like let's say let's say he's keeping. Um, that was under it was under thirty total. I think it was like Mixon for twenty four and Tyreek for three. No, Tyreek was fifteen. But Tyreek's fifteen. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he spent forty five. Or oh, okay, but that's similar enough. That I don't think he'd be. I don't think he'd go over eighty five, eighty six. Really? Okay. I don't know. I just feel like I, I really feel like Jason at this point has committed to being that guy. I, I I don't think it'll happen next year, but I could foresee a situation in the near future in which someone goes for ninety. However, I could also see a situation where um, next year nobody goes for seventy. I think that's more likely because no way. Unless say last year, last year, last year was the first year someone went for seventy. Yeah, but I think people before the. The major, um, in, uh, the major inefficiency in the draft is that people were completely unwilling to bid up, right? So if you were able to spend 60 on Julio, you would get a stud receiver and you have a great team. Now I think people have caught up. So um, I think it's gonna be, it, we're going to consistently see guys go above 70, especially as keepers get stronger and stronger. People have more information. People are making better decisions. So they're going to have more money to go in. And people are definitely willing to spend now. Um, but I, just, I will say, I will say that that point definitely has merit, especially when you consider a couple of our weakest uh, league members had really, really strong drafts this year, and we'll get to more on that later. You know who you are, and uh, so if you know if that if Actually, that trend continues, are yeah. the two weakest league members also the two weakest league members? Are Jesse and Adine the least physically strong members of Kumfufu? Uh, definitely not Adin. Adin played hockey. He's very strong. Hmm. Adin is definitely stronger than you. You think so? I know for I have, that. I have no basis to say. Uh, what so, was the last time you worked out? I have no desire to say. <laughs> <laughs> Adin is definitely stronger than a good portion of this league. I would definitely... Uh, I, I would put my money on Zlau and shout out to Kellner, friend of the pod. I would definitely put Zlau and Hesse at the bottom of the league in terms of strength. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Ezra, Ezra, I think, might give someone a good run. Oh, Ezra, that's true. And then what would it say? I mean, Lee and Gabi definitely work out the most. But what the hell? You don't work out as much as Lee. I work out four days a week. I saw Lee yesterday. I'm looking at you now. I mean, Lee is ripped. Yeah, I'm just saying in terms of, like, amount worked out, you got to be nice. Plus, I'm moving to a building with a gym in there, so I'm hoping to go in the gym every morning before work. Um, I mean, Gabi definitely works out the most, but... Gabi definitely works out the most. He's also very skinny, but it's still... But he's, he's also ripped. Yeah, 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 you gotta assume, you gotta assume. Anyway, anyway, we'll get back to that later. Can we talk about Leib's Calzone? What was the strategy there? <laughs> okay, everybody. <laughs> there, there are two major, major questions in Leib's draft strategy. One was the whole $80 business, and the other was the Calzone business. Okay, but I want to wrap up the $80 business by saying... Um, Jason defended his by saying he had strong keepers in Tyreek and Joe Mixon, so he could afford to spend more. However, he is starting to marry his Thomas week one. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that is I what think, the kids call suboptimal. I, I, I definitely think if you know if we're just going to open this can of worms, I, I'll give twenty seconds, then we'll move on. I think if you're going to spend eighty one dollars, you can't spend money on AJ Green and Golden Tate. Now, obviously, Golden Tate happened later in the draft when he was already hamstrung, but and he's the namesake of the team sponsor of the league. So can confirm. I just feel like, you know, those were weak draft moves, but okay, we'll see. You know, Jason could, if Jason's strategy pans out, you know, best case scenario for him probably is five seed, but really strong going into the playoffs, you know? And that's as dangerous as any. Uh, you know, only time will tell. So it leaves Calzone. Talk to me about it, Joey. Okay, so we made plans. Uh, we all drafted, not we all, all the DMV residents who were in the DMV, shout out Nashville. Um, made a decision to draft at Jason's apartment, and so the decision was to get some pizza, right? So the thought going in was to get, okay, there's going to be five people there because Jana was there too, since she lives there with Jason, her husband. Um, so the thought was to get a couple pies and some fries, and then leave, turns the whole calculation, actually the, the original plan was six because we thought you'd be in town. Um, but then the whole calculation gets... I'm aware. I was on all the group thread <laughs> even after I said, I'm, I'm not going to be here. Can you remove me from this? <laughs> Obviously. The Bears just made a field goal, by the way. So... First points of the season. 
Um, so the, the original plan was to get a couple pizzas, get some fries, because Jews eat pizzas and fries, and shout uh, out wins. That'll be our day. Then Tani announced he wasn't coming. And Have you ever had pizza and wins? Um, no. Uh, Move on. I don't think so. So, um, Lee turns the whole conversation on its head by saying, actually, I want a calzone. Yeah, yeah, He's not had a calzone in a while, which is also... I mean, you could correct me if I'm wrong. I don't want to be a uh, mostly shame around public, but I'm pretty sure Lee beats dairy out. So he can, like, get better calzones whenever he wants. There's no impetus to get a mini hudo uh, calzone. That dude on the Marlins has an enormous nose. Oh, man. He's got... <laughs> yeah, I... I, I just, then... I, has... I don't even get it. Like, what... In what world do you want a calzone? Like, that's... No, sad. no. Calzones are good. Calzones are good. Shout out Ben Wyatt. Calzones are they definitely, definitively worse than pizza, though. I disagree. They definitely have their place in the bread cheese um, universe. But here's the thing. Uh, the pizza would have cost everyone six bucks to get two slices of pizza. This calzone cost Lieb ten forty two. And so he's just spending a lot of money to Wait, make so a bizarre saying, decision. So all you're saying is that Lee was inefficient with his money. You don't actually have problem with the with the choice to. to well, I think it's weird to get a calzone. No, no, I thought the calzone was a weird power move. Uh, that's tough. I thought the calzone was a weird power move, in the in the first place. But like I thought, oh, maybe he's trying to save money by not getting pizza and fries. But this is you know like almost one three quarters times as expensive. It's just a bizarre move all around. Lee, we'll have to get you on the pod to talk about your feelings towards calzones later in the season. Um, okay, so so I you know I teased it already. Adina and Jesse, I really feel out of nowhere, really strong in the draft. I think each of them, I think for the first time, got sleepers. And here's the thing: were Adina and Jesse the real sleepers in this draft? I don't think so because I'll pull up Adina's team right here. Who are you jealous that he has and you don't? I'm gonna redo the starting lineup. Baker Mayfield. Yes. You're jealous? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I have better. I, I, I have good quarterbacks, but... You're the best quarterbacks. Well, you're the best running back. Nice. Um, all right. Mike Williams as his best wide receiver. Is he really? Yeah. All right, I'm going to look over. Corey Davis is his second wide receiver. Sterling Shepard is his third wide receiver. You got Ertz. Well, okay. Really, the things that surprised me were Singletary, Debo Samuel... I mean, the, the Antonio Brown thing really Oh, that's true. The Antonio Brown makes all his receivers different. We'll see if Antonio Brown Really? It was just, just Debo Samuel and Devin Antonio Brown's not even the best guy in his family on his team. Because he's got Hollywood. Hollywood Brown, the Ravens' first-round draft pick, Antonio Brown's cousin. Is he actually a cousin? Yeah. Good for him. Um, I just... It's not necessarily about quality. It's just about, like, having guys. And it felt like Adin really had his guys, and he went after him. I also would say that even on the guys that Adin didn't get in the draft, he was very active in the bidding, and I thought that was cool. Um, well, it's definitely good that people are active in the bidding. I'm just saying that even though I think Jason's team is very weak until A.J. Green comes back, um, Jason was my super pick this week because I think Adin's team is wow, really not great. So um, I would not call him a sleeper. I picked Adin this week. Uh, I'm trying really? to you picked my- against my lock? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I should say that I, I'm pretty good. sure... It wouldn't be a podcast if we didn't say, oh, that's good. I like when we disagree. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember who my picks were. We should know. Cause we need pretty sure... Matchups. I'm pretty sure my super pick was uh, Jesse this week. Really? Okay, let me look at Jesse's team. I forgot. Who's I Jesse? Up. Jesse is Amiri Cooper. Also, Jesse changed her name. Well, but at least he has Amari Cooper, so he can stay Amiri Cooper, I guess. <laughs> So here's... Oh, Gabe was my... Gabe over you. Gabe over you is my... Uh... Wow, okay. Oh, wait, no, 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 that's not true. Jesse over uh, Ezra was my mega pick. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Ezra's team is so strong, and... Well, Ezra's team... I mean, I, I don't we really don't know what his team is, because he still needs to make some transactions, because he does not have a defense or a kicker on his team. That's true. I will say, though, um, I, don't, I don't want us to get into which teams, generally speaking... We love. We'll, we'll touch on it because I, you know, I want to do favorite and least favorite picks. But you know, Jason kind of touched on rosters, and so I don't think we need to get into that. Jason, I asked you like eight times what beer you were drinking, and it took you a really long time to answer, and I'm kind of insulted. It's hard to understand what was going on in that conversation, especially at the beginning when everyone was talking. So I give him a pass. Yeah, I, I did want to get to that. Last night was a really successful draft, just in terms of everyone was there. I mean, we said it. Already for since since the meeting at the impromptu meeting at Gavi's house over Rosh Hashanah, 
two years ago where we moved to Slack. We agreed to move to Slack. Jesse agreed to take the lead on that. Since that very moment, content and participation and strength of our league has just exponentially grown. And, and this draft is uh, just another indication of that that continues to be true. So everybody pat yourself on the back. Pat yourself on the back in the Slack. Maybe we'll in, in, add a uh, pat on the back emoji. Or a Patrick Mahomes emoji. Even best. That'd be best. Joey, uh, I want to do our favorite and least favorite picks. But first, do we have a word from our sponsor? Yeah. Summer's ending, which means spring is coming up. So grab yourself a cup of Juju's. The first juice made by Jews, for Jews, and of little boyish babies. No longer contaminated with that icky brown, Juju's is the perfect pick-me-up and poised for its biggest year yet. Not only does Juju's warm up bellies at a refreshing 98.6 degrees, it's a great source of the vitamins and minerals your body needs. That's because it's made up of bodies. Itty bitty baby bodies, that is. <laughs> Juju's tastes great and is great for you. Just don't tell them the goyim about it. They prefer juice soap. Juju's, the Matthias of matzahs. Oh my gosh. This is sarcastic. Jews do not drink goyim blood. Thank you so much for that ad, Joey. Let's get straight into our favorite and least favorite picks. And before we get into it, I just want to say as a disclaimer, I think that the two $80 bids were the two worst picks of the draft. And uh, we're going to take that for granted moving forward. And I want to say I obviously think that getting Melvin Gordon for $6 was the best pick of the draft, but I want to touch on that in the other update. Great. Um, Joey, what were you thinking with carry-on? I really didn't like that. You spent $38 on him. I'm for it. He's slow. He's a slow person. You're a slow person. I don't like that kind of talk out of you. I think you're being debilitating to people with disabilities. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> He's just not good. And the Lions suck. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. The Lions suck. They're going to be losing a lot of games. and They're not going to actually run the ball even though they want to. They're going to throw the ball because they have Matthew Stafford. And, and $38 just seems like a lot for a guy who's not going to be good. This is the JHIA of this year. So I'll say that, first of all, as Jason pointed out with spending a lot of money on the running backs, there were very few guys left because most of the good running backs are kept. Well, you already had Fournette. I didn't have Fournette yet. Oh, you didn't? Right. So the only three guys that were worth above $25 left, actually four guys that were worth above $25 left, were... I'm listening. Um, were Carrion Johnson, who I wanted, Leonard Fournette, who I wanted. I got both of them. And Devonta Freeman, who I did not want, and Chris Carson, who I wanted, but whatever, he slept through the cracks. That's fantasy. So, I'm not in. So there are three guys I wanted. I needed to spend that money on somebody. And it's fair. I, I mean, I spent the money on the two guys I wanted. I think that makes sense. It's definitely fair. The keeper, the keeper thing definitely throws it into into a little. You know, things are not exactly as they seem, and we know that that's what happens. In Shout out wafers, a wizard's a wafery place. That reference is lost on me. That's the theme song. Um, okay. Um, yeah, I, I still, I still, you know, carry on is a big time sleeper for a lot of guys, Daniel especially. But you know, it just seemed like a lot for me. Thirty-eight dollars. All right, Joey, what's what's your least favorite pick? I mean, I know it's Melvin Gordon, but other than that, well, that's also my favorite pick. I understand. Uh, least favorite. I only prepare favorite. I thought my favorite. I really like the Chris Carson pick. I mean, honestly, how much did you go for? Twenty-four. That's good. Oh yeah, that's a real steal. Um, least favorite, you'll have to get back to me. You know, you'll have to say your favorite while I just saw. Uh... I, you know, there, there's one pick that, that was interesting to me. Ezra got T.Y. Hilton for like 20. That, you know, if Jacoby Brisket turns out to be a, a solid NFL quarterback, that could be a steal. I thought that was um, interesting. I, you know, not to toot my own horn, I was surprised that I was able to get a lot of these wide receiver three types for the prices that I got them, you know, between basically like 6 and 10. Especially D.D. Westbrook, I'm really happy with that. There were a couple. There were a couple others. I meant to. I meant to look this up. Um, musical interlude. Yeah, I don't think we're so prepared. And like, also, I'm just. Uh, I don't have any really good way to look it up. So I'll say that my least favorite pick is Antonio Brown because he might already be out of football, and he went for like thirty-five bucks. Oh yeah, shout out Darren Waller. Uh, I'm just gonna pull up the draft real quick, and, and let's 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 uh, let's do something. I think um, David Montgomery for thirty-two could be a really good. And there he goes for first down. But that's down. not a steal by any means. No, it's not a steal, but it could provide serious value. I also thought that I got a Jared Cook really cheap. What'd you get him for? Like six. 
Like, a lot of things can pan out. Duke Johnson like, for 12. Jason spent 23 on AJ Green. What was he thinking? 23 on AJ Green's a lot, especially, especially when, you're, when, he, he, when like, you need receivers for right now. And he lost out to me on, on D.D. Westbrook. Like, that money should have gone to, to uh, guarantee. But that. the next three picks I thought were pretty good. Josh Jacobs for 25. That can work out. Also Solid. to Jason. Duke Johnson for 12. Oh, Duke Johnson for 12 is a really, really good pick. Shout out Ezra. All right. Um, Chris Godwin for 19. That can definitely work out. Josh Gordon for 12. So there are definitely some good picks, and obviously we don't know if we knew what was going to be a good pick and a bad MVP, pick. Corey Davis to Dean, $6. <laughs> um, but listen, if we knew what was going to be a good pick and a bad pick, Tom and I would be winning the championship every year. Oh, wait. <laughs> you can hear that high five, can't you? That must hurt. doesn't matter. A visual podcast, they can see it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let, let, let's move on. Uh, the Golden Potato Adler update. Uh, today, I, I got back from Nashville. I was super hungry, so I was in the Uber back from Dallas. I ordered Uber whole, from Dallas. Yeah, dang. I did, yeah, it was fifty bucks. It sucked. Honestly, that's not bad. I've Ubered from here to Dallas, which is a bunch closer. Yeah, it's cost me over a hundred bucks before. Well, I mean, that's from in the middle of the city, and I went. Yeah, and in the middle of the day. Anyway, oh, six a.m. on a Sunday. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, so I was Ubering from Dallas to Captain Mill, and while I was on the way, I I ordered the lunch special from Holy Chow, which I'm still finishing now because I fell asleep while I was eating it because I'm so tired. But I walked in and I genuinely forgot Yaakov wasn't going to be there, and I was really annoyed. There was some frummy there. I was like, "Who the hell is this guy? Where's Yaakov?" Like, I I respect your decision to is leave. Frummy that like went to Maryland. I don't even know. I don't even know who this guy is, but he wasn't Yaakov, and I was pissed. Yeah, That's why this is the Golden Potato Adler update now. And screw Holy Chow. Now that Yaakov's not there, we don't we don't have any allegiance to them. This is no longer a Holy Chow podcast. And since the Holy We're Chow... We're a Juju's podcast. We haven't been a Holy, a Holy Chow podcast for eons. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and since the Holy Chow podcast is never going to be shared outside of the Google Drive, no one will ever know. Um, don't tell Daniel. Don't, don't tell Daniel. Joe, you had a chat with the Dean? Oh, or don't jump into that one. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just surprising. So I jumped to it. <laughs> I, I talked to a dean today. Um, it started out being about my mega lock of the week. Also, I just want to say that I like that a dean is very much me. This is Lane. I think it's good for people to be involved in the league if they have something that they can call their baby. And for a dean, it's this uh, side quest thing. So, I like that. Uh, but my dean thing is it's very much related to my Yakov thing. All right, fine. So start with your Yakov thing. Okay, so my Yakov thing is that yesterday we were at Jason's for the draft. Everyone who was at Jason's for the draft knows the story and is rolling their eyes right now. However, I asked Yakov if he could give me a ride back to my place because it's like a mile and a half from Jason's, it's like a 30 minute walk, and it's a hassle. Right? Yeah. And he didn't drive you back. Right. And he said, like, only if it's on the exact route Google Maps shows me. So I showed him what Google Maps would be if he took Rock Creek Parkway back to. Catmill, and it said 38 minutes. And then I showed him if he adds my apartment as a stop, 43 minutes. Do you consider it bizarre for him not to just spare five minutes? A little bit. I mean, I drove you home from Jason uh, Leaves. But and I also understand because driving through Rock Creek Park is one of my favorite things about going to D.C. It's dark at night. It's scary. I like it. And he didn't even, he said like he, he's not really ever done it, so he doesn't know what's nice and what's not nicer. And 16th Street's easier, because it's just straight. You do like straight. Here's a quote from Joey Aleph. Broadway takes you the, where you need to go. <laughs> Broadway does take you where you need to go. Shout That's even if Broadway isn't where you need to go. <laughs> so, first is uh, HCQ. Who in the league would drive me home in that scenario? Who would not? So this is... Adin would not. Yaakov would not, clearly. Clearly. Jesse would not out of spite. I think Jesse would not for me, but I think he would for like most of the league. Like, Daniel know how to drive. Daniel, on the way to Jesse's house, goes the complete opposite direction, pick up, like, Lee, Jason, and all those people. So Daniel definitely would. Like, okay. picking people up, dropping people off. I just Daniel's. asked if he knew how to drive. Why would he not know how to drive? Random it was like people, an old car. Random like, people, like, 1985. Uh, random, people don't, random people don't know how to drive. Okay. Anyway. Um, oh, you idiot. Oh, thank God. That idiot. Um, Ezra. I'm pretty sure it's only Adin and Yaakov would drive you home, and clearly you wouldn't drive you home because you would walk. So, I asked Adin. I asked Adin, I gave him the oh, hypothetical. Twist. And Adin says that um, every day, even, every, even if it was every day, he might do it, unless there was some reason like he wow. had not to. Adin! So, certainly as a one time thing, he would do it. 
right? Oh, Corderell's on the Bears? And then I asked him if Jack helped him off a horse, would he help Jack off a horse? And then he said he'd rather hack off a horse. Dang. That's really aggressive from a dean. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my Yaakov and my Antine update. Alright, cool. Uh, here's my Adler update. I've been Snapchatting with Sarah this week. She's very supportive, even though she's got her own stuff going on. Supportive of what? My job, my job search. First, originally she had said to me, if this gets in the way of special effects, I do not support you. Because she's a, a loyal listener, and the listener gods are right, always. But then, but then she relented and allowed if me to... If she was such a loyal job. listener, though, then how come she doesn't sponsor? She's sponsoring, like, my, uh, my um, niece, you know? It's important. Oh, you're out, Diaz. <laughs> anyway, um, so finally, I would like to talk about the Gavi situation, because I believe it's good content, even though I know you're all rolling your eyes. Go ahead. Okay. First of all, disclaimer, Kumfufu does harbors no ill will to Gavi or his family. <laughs> Shit, every time I, like, I go after Gavi, I need to like, text him, it's nothing personal. <laughs> you really go after him so hard, it's unreasonable. So first of all, it's bizarre that Antonio Brown is suspended, you cannot put him on the IR. But guys that are holding out, you can't put on the IR. That's a bizarre feature of Yahoo. Sure, and Yahoo doesn't allow us to use 21 character names. It's really frustrating. That's super frustrating that Yahoo doesn't allow long names. But we agree, like, there's absolutely no reason that suspended players and holding out players should have a different IR status. They should not be IR status, both of them. Exactly. And I think if we remembered to vote in the offseason, in general, we would agree that you can't put these um, holding out guys on the IR like um, Levy almost last year. Like, if we remember to do that, I assume, again, I can't just predict democracy, shout out Donald Trump. But I assume that we all would have said, yeah, that's really weird. That shouldn't be a rule. Fuck Donald Trump. He's a fascist. But Gavi is able to do that, and we didn't ban that, so he is allowed to do that because that's the way rules work. Who do you think is a bigger fascist, Donald Trump or David Kravitz? David Kravitz. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought it was pretty clever that I said, well, in waivers, you're not allowed to pick up an IR guy and keep him. Aaron Rodgers just threw a 60-yard bomb. Who hasn't? So... (laughs) In waivers, you're not allowed to pick up a guy and keep on an IR status and keep him next year, right? And we agreed that waivers is a supplemental draft every week. Therefore, we already have a rule for drafting an IR guy for the keeper status. Joey's been spamming a message thread with somebody who's not in Kung Fu Full. No, I was talking to Joel about it. You're very misleading. Friend of the pod, uh, Joel Hyman. Well, friend of the pod, but Gavi is very anti him being on the pod. Yeah, we friend, call friend of the pod. Shout except out for, live episode. Except for Daniel, and except for Gavi thinks it's inappropriate. <laughs> anyway. That was awesome. That's Gavi's best joke. Remember he said, what's the kumfuffle kind of Kent Mill? <laughs> <laughs> Is Mercedes Lewis on the Packers? What's going on? Anyway, Spider-Man doesn't wear yellow. What's, what so, the hell is I mean, So, like, considering that we wanted that to be a rule, I think that even though like, it, it's just a good way to make that a rule, even though... It's not a rule right now because we have a legitimate claim. And that's why I think I should go to Harvard Law School. That's all I'm saying. Horford Law. I think it's pretty nifty what I did there. Horford Law, even though he's on the Sixers. Okay, let's, let's talk about two names. By quick. the way, by the way, Ezra, based on the camera, you have a very nice brick wall in your apartment. That's true. Um, so have we talked about everybody? Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh, touchdown, Jimmy Graham. Um, let's talk about team names real quick. I definitely like Golden Potato. I, I, de- I don't like Golden Potato because like it messes what? up. It messes up the flat uh, the the flow. Jason even told me he thought of Golden Taters, which I think is way better. Oh, Golden Taters is really good. Yeah, Golden Taters is really good. Wait, both of those are really good. Golden Taters might be better, and I love Golden Potato. Like Golden Potato, like the potato, you can't even tell it's Golden Tate if you didn't know Jason was just Golden Taters trailing. is so good. Yeah, I know. Golden Taters is very good. We've come up with some flow. really good names for other people this year. Juju. Smoothie. That's terrible. That's trash. That's up. Somebody needs to post a hashtag Ezra explain team name. <laughs> Ezra, we explicitly told you on the pod, on the last episode of last season's pod, that you really needed to come out strong this season, and you did anything but. Get it together, man. Travis Kalesy, for a guy that's not even on your team, and I don't think it flows well. I think KLC is a really, it does not come off the tongue naturally. No, it's in the same place as guacamole and Newton. It's yeah, so that's the same thing as Golden Potato, where, like, the cam is in the middle. It's hard to yeah, tell yeah, what you're yeah. I, I agree. That's why I changed it. Like, I was like, you know what? I, I've been I've been teasing Macho Man Tom Cabbage all, all offseason. I might as well just do it. Even though, now that we're on my team, back quarterbacks is my lane. 
You don't get to own backup quarterbacks. I think I do. I think I very much made it my brand. No, no, no. No, you don't. Um, But I ended up going with Agent McCarrot over Horse Collar Greens because I'm very loyal to my brand, which I own. It is my property. Backup quarterbacks. Trademark it. If you want it, if you if you want it to be your brand, trademark it like LeBron and Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. So I think Agent McCarrot is a decent name. It's nothing special, but I really like my logo, and I think together. Yeah, your logo is really strong. And like, I know you can't see because the logo is so small, but Agent McCarrot, he's got like on one of his uh, biceps, he's got a Texans tattoo. On the other bicep, he's got a University of Alabama hashtag Roll Tide tattoo. He's got a big number two on his chest because that's his jersey number, which is. The also, only jersey number a backup quarterback should have two. Like it's too funny. easy. It's too that's funny. Also, the number that belongs to you because you know you runner up last year. Hey, hey. I, I genuinely thought that Yahoo put that there for a second because you're in second place last year. <laughs> I was like, wait, no, that, that makes no sense. That's like the silver trophy next to my name on the website. Yeah, I have um, a gold one. Gavi updated balls. from Gavi updated from Asparagus Edward, not Asparagus Edwards, Asparagus Johnson. Asparagus Edwards is even better than Asparagus Johnson. Gus Edwards is a football player. Gus, Gus Johnson is a college basketball announcer who was one time on that. He also does uh, college football for what it's worth. But it's not worth that much for an NFL fantasy league. You're not wrong. Um, he, so he, now he says he would love to do... I just listened to a podcast with him the other week. He says he would love to do the NFL and the NBA, but neither are calling. Zing. Um, so AJ Greenbean is definitely much better than that. I personally think that AJ Beans would be better just because it's like more concise and flows better. AJ Beans. Yeah. That makes um, sense. But AJ Green Bean is still a very valiant effort. Solid. Okay. The bitches are Amiri Cooper, Jesse, just get a name. It's not so hard. Daniel, Ariane Foster, get a name. It's not so hard. <laughs> and Yaakov, Running the Hillman, which I want to revisit Running the Hillman. It feels like King of the Hillman or something that's actually an expression, even if it has nothing to do with football. King of the Hillman would be good. At least it's something. Like, (laughs) Running the Hillman is not an expression. Wait, wait, honestly, I kind of want to leave last year behind now that we're on iTunes and Google Podcasts. If you want want to know what was the deal with last year, you can ask us in person offline. Um, I just thought of this one. Hillman's mayonnaise. At least that would be something. That's all we're asking for. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that takes us to, to to what Corbin Blue, Josh Cordon Blue, Josh Cordon Blue. That's Which, terrible. You can't just do something that's trafe beef. You know, I think it's like is that what that is? I, I think it's like chicken stuffed with cheese and ham. Dang, that is not <laughs> kosher. That's that what is, I think it is. I could be wrong. That is not kosher. Um, and I mean, it, like at least if you're gonna just flout tradition. Do something clever. That's not even clever. Yeah, I mean, when 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 uh, Lamarcus Luther was good, this is not. Um, and then last is Macho Man Tom Cabbage, which is the same as my name. No, it's not. It's got more to it. It doesn't. Tom Cabbage is... Oh, okay. Mine is a Mick. I'm Mick Carrot. You're just Cabbage. You guys can't see, but I'm giving Joey a look. Not only is it... It has the same components as yours... Not only does it have the reference to Bill Simmons, that's a reference that half the like half our league listens to Bill Simmons on yeah, a regular basis. I'm low on Bill Simmons right now. Uh, it's it's too much. It was a good parent corner this week, but we we wait 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 wait, wait, wait. we can't talk about the enemy anyway. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, we are if we you, are in the same place. If you, if you want to get on the other update of uh, Bill, you can sponsor us. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, and then are we just talking about? I don't know. I let's let's go for a chicken break. I think we should talk about slow draft. I think this is something interesting that Tani and I have been doing, interesting, an interesting experiment that Tani, Jason, and I have been doing, the Kumfuffle Executive Committee. That's right, you're all on notice. Wow. If you wanted the Executive Committee, you could give a shit about the league. So, Gabby was the original commissioner. I feel like he's Executive Committee Emeritus. Over under two quarters of football, including the Super Bowl, watched by Gabby this year. He loves football. Oh. Think um, about this. Gabby, for so long now, has been going to bed at nine. Well, he's gonna have a newborn who he's gonna to need to be up with. What's he gonna do? Sit with the baby and watch football. It's a good. It's a good theory. Anyway, weak theory. Um, no, it's not. He's oh, great pass. Just gotta do sit-ups. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're doing this interesting thing. It's a lot of things combined. One, it's a best ball league. So it's best ball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll jump back and forth. Best ball. The idea is you draft a full roster, including bench. And then there are no transactions, no waivers, no trades, no nothing. And each week, the 
um, the lineup is set by whichever of your points get the uh, get the most points. So it's your optimal lineup every week is what you get, and at the end of the season, uh, whoever has the most points wins. Now to combine that, we're also doing an offline slow draft. Joy take. So, slow draft means you just sort of make your picks whenever you make your picks. We've been drafting for it's it's been over two weeks. I don't think it's been two weeks, but it's been a while. <laughs> like we've we're almost for, done. We're, we're we're in the back end. We still have like sixty picks left. Do we really? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I only have like the, I only have like three or four more roster spots, and then I'll be out. So once people leave, then it goes quicker, just like last night. Um, so, it's a very slow draft. We've been drafting for a very long time, which has led to a good message thread. I will say, I'm very much enjoying the message thread. I think we should do something like drafts or something during the season to keep the message thread going, because I think it's fun. I mean, every week last year, we, uh, I mean, this, we did a best ball league just me, Joey, and Joel last year, and, and that was a good, decent message thread. Well, that's the same message thread, that's just Joe Rowe, that's our main Yeah, I know, thread. but I'm saying, like, we, we talked about it, though. Yeah. Um, and then... The last thing is that it's silent auction, which is a oh, little yeah. twist on auction, and Tanya, I'll let you take that away. So silent auction, for those of you who don't know, like everybody uh, submits a bid and you only get one bid. You don't it's like it's exactly what we do with Fab, right? So like each player in the auction is treated as Fab. And it's led to some interesting things with tiebreakers. If it's a one dollar tiebreaker, tie goes to the person who nominated, but otherwise, if it's a two-person tie, Tiebreaker is rock, paper, scissors, which is done offline. <laughs> rock, paper, scissors has led to some great content. Yeah. Jason one time did three straight rocks, won it. Another time he did three straight rocks, lost it. Great content. <laughs> and also Jason did, he did rock, paper, scissors, and then he said, I'm doing a rock, but I'm doing a larger rock than the guy he was against. So he won. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's pretty good. I, you know... Um, it's good, you know, I, uh, I think, I, I, I've thought a couple of times about whether or not Kumfuffle should also do some sort of, like, daily fantasy component, but I think that's we too much. We can handle it. Yeah, I, I, I think we've already, we're, we're reaching our saturation point, and I think that the side quest is a really, really healthy way for us to continue upping the, the competition without really adding extra effort or time or money or even. So, you know, content is good content, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then the last thing is um, Ezra Schwartz, enemy of the podcast, I guess. I don't know, who cares? So, Ezra Schwartz was bragging to me about the guys he picked in, A, a snake draft, which is for losers. Snake drafts are for babies, okay? <laughs> Gavi, your daughter should be doing a snake draft the second she leaves the womb because that is the appropriate time for in one's life to do a snake draft. Gavi's daughter has moral objections to the NFL, and she's very concerned about CTE. Yeah, I'm just saying that... She's doing a snake draft for uh, college basketball. Nice. So, Leaky likes to play with it. So, A, snake draft, which is for losers. B, it's an eight-person league, which is for losers. And if they weren't losers, they would have two to four more friends. Ooh, very strong point. Three, there's no entry, which, like, we make work, but still, like, objectively, it's for losers. I mean, we have a trophy. We have a trophy, and like honestly, we would not be as invested in our league if there were money in it. And I'll tell you this: yeah, I was I invited to this, uh, to this league, the Eighteen League, um, which is commissioned by David Kravitz, noted fascist. And I rejected because this league is for losers and fascists. And and, and, and as far as I know, nobody in Kumfufu is anywhere near interested in fascists. Do you think Jesse's the closest to a fascist in our league? Probably, maybe Ezra. I don't think so, but we, we can like, discuss I don't that. Think, I don't think anybody in our league is anywhere near close to fascist. I just think it's probably Ezra and Jesse who is the closest to fascist. But who's the fastest? Who's the fastest? That's a great question. I, I'm down. Then again, our league doesn't do well with sprints. <laughs> zinger. Yeah, we'll just let that one breathe. Zinger. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, we, we I think kinda... it's either you or Leap, though. Right? It's probably Leap. You think Leap's faster than me? I would think so, yeah. I think it's a good race. Leave all race, you know, on grass. Um, or, or a track. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, let's Have you ever stepped on the track right next door to me? No. At halftime, we should just walk on that track. It, it feels so pleasant to walk on. I'd rather go meet Julia. All right, she guys. She's sleepy. Oh, so we better go over quick. Or she doesn't, sleepy she doesn't want us to come over. It's, 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 it's a real bummer. Wow, that it's is an enormous bummer. bummer. I'm moving, and I want to meet her. Yeah, shout out Julia. When are you moving? Uh, two weeks from today. Two weeks from today, Julia. Two she's weeks from today. Listening. She's not listening. I have to buy a car. It's a whole stress. But she does like when I mention her name. So Julia, Julia, Julia. Julia. Alana Horowitz. 
Nice. Nice. Hey. I think that's good enough. Uh, if anybody sees a good deal on a Subaru Crosstrek, let me know. Right now, the best deal I saw for a 2019 Subaru Crosstrek... 2019? Yeah. Why not 2017? Um, because Subarus, week, Subarus don't lose value. So, like, to go a two-year-old car, you're basically only saving $2,000 and getting 30,000 more miles on the car. So, right now, the leading bid is, like, 20... It's just shy of 23000 for a new Subaru, and it's a premium, so... What are you putting down? I'm hoping to put down close to 10k, but it might end up being more than like seven and a half. Oh, but while we're on the topic of money, this is what I want to talk about. Oh, great! And then, then we'll go out with this. Chase, brace yourself. Tommy said he was getting a lot of uh, emails from Chase, and I also had a Chase question. So right now, my current bank account is with um, TD Bank because they offered you $300 for opening accounts, and this was like two and a half years ago. So uh, I'm definitely in the market to change. So it offers me a deal. Tell me if you like this deal. You get up to $600 with this Chase Bank account. I like $600. So you get um, $300 if you open a checking account and set up a direct deposit, which is super easy to do. Why not? Sure. $200 if you open a savings account and you deposit a total of $15,000 or more in new money and you maintain it for 90 days. That's a lot of money. Which isn't crazy, but like the stock market isn't doing great right now, so why not just put it there for a little bit until we start to boom a little. And if you do both, you can talk to Julia about that. If you do both, you get an extra hundred bucks. So that's six hundred bucks right there. I wouldn't do that. Why not? It's a lot of effort. I don't think it's so much effort. Uh, but I will say that TD Bank is America's most convenient bank, so I have appreciated having them. But it's not like I use my debit card for anything. Yeah, I I used my debit card the other week when I got a haircut because I needed to take out cash because it was a cash only place. I hate cash only places. Fuck cash. Except the penny. Keep the penny around. That's my hot take. You, you and Rogoth hate cash. But I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it too. Um, but shockingly, we kept this under an hour. Um, really great draft, guys. Looking forward to a good season. I hope you guys don't mind losing to me again because it's going to happen. I have the best team and we all know it. Peace.